Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. Uh, the date is the 18th of September, and the episode is number 80, which in which we are reviewing the song Shallow Life, as well as doing a few other bits besides. But as always, I'm joined by my fellow presenters, Russell and Mike. And as always, what what have you guys been up to this week? Starting off with Russ. So what's your week been like, Mr. Taylor? Me? My week's been mostly hectic with uh, with work, picking up a couple of DVDs. I've yet to uh, crack open the Fringe box set, so um, I might build myself up to that this, this coming weekend. But uh, it's mostly been uh, consisting of the latest Big Bang Theory and upgrading to iOS 8. That we were just talking about that's got a little bit of lag so uh, hopefully they'll uh, sort that out with their vast billions and uh, get an update out in the next couple of days oh, we're too busy spamming people's inboxes with uh, u2 albums u2 albums yeah, yeah. building tools to you know calm calm the uh, the to anger to calm the anger of people that got albums for free yeah, which is like, like u2 fans i read a couple of interesting articles this week about u2 and one of them was entitled how u2 have turned into the new nickelback <laughs> it's quite an interesting article. Um, okay, so that's you. How about you, Mike? Um, me, work, work, and work. It's been pretty chaotic. Um, they're doing a project on on um, taking more information off customers on the phone rather than sending stuff in. So I'm currently almost one week down of being on the phone um, every day, nine till five for a month. So that's pretty pretty horrible. But we'll get there. So it's it's nice to talk to both of you too, and um, become slightly more sane again with doing this podcast. Um, it's a it's a nice get away from work, as it were. So now there's a number of things that I can imagine will make you more sane, but this podcast is not top of my list. Well, I I really it is the staple part of my week now. Um, at the moment, it th- things are falling apart at the seams at work, so oh, it's dear. it's nice to escape. Oh, well. So you've opened yourself up now because, you know, for all those listeners out there who, you know, have been phoning and speaking to the Inland Revenue today who are obviously Lacuna Coal fans that listen to the podcast are now thinking, that bastard didn't enjoy talking to me today. No, I, I love I love helping people. <laughs> I just know there's major shortfalls in certain things and it's, well, it's just one of those things that we have to put up with as, as most people do in, in the work. So this enough of true. that merriment. <laughs> You brought me down now. <laughs> but apart from that, all, all is rosy, and um, that that's all good. So, and, and, and we're the highlight of your week, which is yes, always yes, definitely. Oh. Feeling the love again. Feeling mm. the love. Uh, <laughs> what have I been up to this week? Uh, I started the week with I went to the Invictus concert uh, in uh, the what's it called, the Implic Stadium, yeah, Queen Elizabeth Park or whatever it's called in Stratford, London. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was good. Uh, I went there with my wife, which was a really entertaining experience because she's never really been to a large concert like that before. It's like a kind of a one-day festival, really. I don't know if you guys, I don't know, there's about 40,000, 50,000 yeah. people there. Uh, lots of sitting on the grass, lots of, you know, dirty, greasy fast food and lots of crowds, which is not, those three things aren't three things that my wife does. And it was quite funny, actually, because obviously, like you, I'm used to going to these places, whether it's download or one day festivals or whatever it might be. So this was just, you know, whatever for us. I'll describe it as business as usual. But we got there and we were okay because we had some food. And then we, we saw a big wall of people because you obviously approach you right at the back. And I think the vamps who 
year, whatever. Uh, they were playing. And my wife said, what are we going to do now, Matt? I said, we'll sit on the grass. And she went, there's nowhere to sit. Went, yeah, there is. She goes, but no one's sitting down because all she could see was all these people standing. I said, yeah, there is. And we walked past this big wall of people and suddenly there was just like a couple of thousand people just sitting on the grass. And she went, oh. <laughs> so we sat on the grass. Okay. And a couple of bands and some guy came on who was apparently a comedian, but I think the entire audience booed him off. Uh, and she said, oh, she, she um, said, oh, I need to go to the toilet. Went, oh, okay, I need to go to the toilet as well. We'll go to go together sort of thing. So, of course, we went to the toilets, which were those big plastic, you know, cubicle things. And the look of fear on her face when she saw them was just a picture. I wish I'd had a camera. Well, I did have a camera, but I wish I'd taken a picture of it. And she went, we, we have to go in that. I went, yeah. And it was all nicely graveled, this area, because it was part of the Olympic Park. And she went, oh, this doesn't look so good. I said, don't worry, it's only been here a day. It'll be fine. This was a da- <laughs> if this was a day three of download, we'd be standing in a pool of piss right now. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like, uh, you know, runny yellow liquid going across. On the gravel. In the, in the gravel. And she's like, really? I went, yeah. So she went in there and came out again. She's like, oh, oh my God, that was just crazy. And it really wasn't. It was just, you know, it's like, guys, it was just disposable, portable toilet thing. Fine. So we... We started watching now. We really started to take interest when re- realistically it was the three headliners. So there was Eddie Golding, who I've got a bit of a soft spot for. I quite like some of her music. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs, who I, do you know what? I think I know about two of their songs, but that's okay because they played five songs and they were the ones that kind of everybody knew anyway. So they were they, they were entertaining, I have to admit, even though I'm not a big fan of the music. And uh, the Foo Fires, of course. And because my wife is short and she, was kind of expecting to be able to see all the time without having to, you know, adjust the head. And she was going to get a bit stressed out because she couldn't see. And at one stage, a, a group of people, very, very drunk, we didn't drink any alcohol because I was driving and she doesn't drink, uh, stood in front of her. And she just looked really, really put out like she was going to start an argument with them. I said, <laughs> I said look, seriously, they have no idea you're even there. That's just how it works. You get used to it. You're in a big concert. Yeah, you just have to adjust and find another place. But she enjoyed it in the end. And because it's in East London, we need to get to West London, which is where we live. It's about an hour and a half journey. And of course, it was finishing at half past 10 on a Sunday, last train. And Foo Fighters ended with Everlong, kind of predictable, really. The lights came up, lots of thanks. I grabbed her hand and went, right, we're going. And I grabbed her and pulled her and we went, we headed straight out. And I already turned around. And as you know what it's like at the end of a festival, guys, there were people already leaving to get out before the main flow and, you know, the main exits are all jammed up with thousands of people all trying to leave at once, all that kind of stuff. So we're pounding back up towards this place. And she's like, why are we going? Why are we going? Why are we going? Because we need to get out of here as quickly as possible. And I, I grab and sort of pull her out. This thing. And she, she does two things. She's just brilliant. Okay. It kind of tells you what she's like. One, she tries to walk next to me. And I said, <laughs> like, don't do that. I will hold your hand and I will drag you along behind you. Behind me, I should say. I will kind of work my way through the crowd and you will follow. Don't try to walk next to me because you've got no presence because you're only about five foot two. And you don't know how to walk in crowds. So you're just going to get kind of lost. And she didn't take any notice of me. And then she let go of my hand and tried to walk off and tried to get in front of me. But of course, uh, at that, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. And by now, there's about, I don't know, five, six thousand people all leaving at the same time. And it was just, what are you doing? What are you doing? I wanted to kind of just stop it. Stop being silly. So I had to grab her. I sort of literally worked my way through the crowd because immediately we got split up like it's a sea of people. 
And she's like looking around in a panic. I said, I grabbed her. I went, just get behind me and we'll get out of here alive. I will, we'll, but yeah. Uh, I just looking back at that, I think it was quite funny because she was so naive. Bless her. <laughs> Never done that before. And she goes, are they all like this? I went, well, they're usually worse. This is quite civilised, to be honest. Um, but it was a good concert. Sorry, I'm rambling now. I, I enjoyed it. I, I did enjoy it. We were only there for, say, re- realistically, three or four of the acts. Uh, Foo Fighters played a good set. I don't know if you guys saw the the um, BBC highlights. That was good. You saw bits and pieces of it. But uh, as I said, Kai's Chiefs were entertaining. Uh, Eddie Goldie was on for four, four or five songs, and she was good. So, yeah, it was um, a, a good evening, shall we say. Uh, and then, what was I doing? Work-wise this week, I had to go to Hewlett Packard the IT company for a, a business meeting, which was, yeah, it was all right. Away, away from the, uh, away from the office for a day, went to Bristol. And today, um, my CD DVD of, um, Catatonia, last fair day gone night arrived. Oh, I'm waiting for that. So <laughs> it's arrived. It's, it's been opened, but it's not been played. So I'm looking forward to doing that later on today. So there you go. That's that's been my week in a nutshell. Anyway, enough of me. Uh, I think we will talk about Lacuna Coil. Apparently that's what we're here for. Uh, so in the news this week, well, uh, Lacuna Coil have started the US tour after appearing at the Aftershock Festival at the weekend. It was a weekend, wasn't it? Uh, and uh, it's, it's been a bit of a mixed news, really. Uh, if anybody who's seen Christina's Facebook or Instagram will know that she's had the flu and has been languishing. Uh, I'm also aware that uh, Marco ended up in hospital yesterday after I believe he had a problem with his intestines. Uh, apparently it wasn't too serious, but they had to play without him in the show yesterday. So hopefully he's feeling better and uh, well wishes go out to both of them. Get well soon, folks. Uh, I'm, and I'm sure uh, our, our Coil of Friends in the US will give you a good welcome. And uh, hopefully you won't miss out on too many shows or you'll be able to play. I've seen Christina with the flu before and I don't know how she does it. I mean, you see her kind of absolutely just the kind of flu that would put us horizontally in bed. And when she's not on the stage, that's exactly what she is doing. Then she gets on the stage, jumps around for an hour or so. You wouldn't know there's anything wrong with her. Then she gets up and falls into bed again. It's just crazy. She's got so much energy when she does that. So absolute respect to her for being able to do that. And uh, I say, Mackie, get well soon. Hopefully it's not too, too serious. I've been told it's not. And hopefully only complications. So there we go. Um, that's all we have in the news. What we do have this week after the success of uh, Mike's drubbing, Sorry, I mean, uh, <laughs> at the success of the song Deathmatch a couple of weeks ago, we're doing it again, but with different people this time. So this week in the fighting ring, we have two covers performed by Lacuna Coil. The first is Enjoy the Silence, made famous, of course, by Depeche Mode. The second is Losing My Religion, made famous, of course, by R.E.M. Both very famous songs, I would argue, uh, classics, and I think, as I've said, both online and offline in the past, probably quite, mm, quite a risk for Lacuna Core to, to do these. Uh, we've reviewed Enjoy the Silence, of course, because it's on Karma Code, and that's a little while ago in the podcast. Uh, we've not got around to using my religion yet. That's coming up in our review of Shadow Life. But fighting the corners of these songs today... We have Mike, who's enjoying the silence, and we have black Ra- and blue, yeah. black and blue Mike. Yeah, he's still recovering. 
And uh, Russ, who's lost his religion. Touche. Touche indeed. So let's crack on and have ourselves a bit of a death match. It's bigger. It's bigger than you when you are not me. The length that I will go to. The distance in your So, the first question I have for you, and I'm going to start with Mike. Mm-hmm. What makes your song, Enjoy the Silence, so great? So great. Well, Enjoy the Silence. You can instantly, I think, tell from the opening 20 seconds that even though it's a cover, it's got the lacuna core feel to it. I think the arrangement of how the song is put together is very good and it's one of those stable parts of any set list now. So it's stood the test of time going forward throughout the years. And that's what makes it very popular. And I just love it to bits. Okay. Right. Russ, what makes your song so great? What makes the song so great? Losing my argument religion. for losing my religion is purely based on the fact that there's that cliched saying of what makes a cover great is the fact that it's an artist giving a different interpretation of a classic song. And between the two, I'd argue that Enjoy the Silence is my favourite. But the reason for championing Losing My Religion is because it's such an iconic song by R.E.M. Lacuna Core basically fry it in a blender, mix all the parts around and chuck out something that is quintessentially a completely different take, a completely different arrangement on the song. that It's almost unrecognisable till you get to the chorus. And for want of a better word, it's, it's a statement of art. And, you know, it's just something different. You know, you hear the Lacuna Core version of the song and you don't think of R.E.M. until you get to that chorus. OK. All right. So you've heard each other's arguments. Mike, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. So you've heard what Russ has said. Yeah. What makes Losing My Religion cover not as great as Enjoy the Silence? Well, he just said interpretation. Interpretation, I would think it's more Andy from Little Britain than an Andy Warhol, if it was an artist's view. For me, there's something missing from it. If you were, if this was a skew and you were throwing all the ingredients together, it's certainly, for me, got something missing. It plods along and it hasn't got the same oomph or packs of punk like Enjoy the Silence does to me. And I, I just don't think it has the same effect. I agree with Russ and the uh, in some ways with what he's saying, but there's, there's just, for me, something something not quite right about it as a cover. Okay. So, Russ, you've heard Mike talk about why his song is, uh, is so good. So why isn't it so great? Why isn't it Enjoy the Silence? Now, difficult for you because you've made it a few moments ago that it's your favourite of the, or your, your preference of the two, your preferred song of the two. But why isn't this such a great song? Why? Well, I'm going to stick up and be the corner man for losing my religion. And I'm going to have to say that the reason why for Enjoy the Silence is it can on occasion suffer from being such a that iconic song of Depeche Mode that you almost take it for granted when it's played live. You know, you think to yourself, well, I'd rather hear a Lacuna Coil song because we've heard Enjoy the Silence so many times. Losing My Religion, it's never been played live, so if it was, it would be, again, 
a fresher interpretation. So I think that is the strength at this current point in time for losing my religion. Okay. And uh, Mike said about why um, losing my religion isn't as good. Have you got any rebuttal there? Um, it's very difficult to argue on that one. You know, I'm going to take a couple of punches straight to the face and go down on one knee because, you know, enjoy the silence is just perfectly put together. So I'm down on one knee. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. What about you, Mike, given what Russ has just said about uh, enjoy the silence? Well, I think it's, it packs, as I say, it's, 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 I, I, for me personally, I think it's one of those songs that, even though it is so recognised, I think that's what makes it so good on on a like a live live show that we we're, all three of us are used to. As soon as it comes on, it's something that someone instantly recognises. Even though that can be its downfall, it is something to pe- people absolutely love it. You see the re- reaction of people in the crowd, whether they've been to a Lacuna Call show before or not. It is part and parcel of everything now, and I would be surprised if. Um, if it like drifted away like some other songs have fr- from earlier tours um, that that don't get the um, the light of day anymore, but um, that's what I think. Okay, Russ, I'm going to be a little unfair on you now and I'll ask you a question which where you're going to have to defend. Julian Silence has, as Mike has made very clear, uh, become a staple part of the Lacuna Core setlist. So why, if losing my religion is that good, hasn't that appeared? on the set list. Why haven't they played that live yet? Purely because it doesn't have the same sing-along qualities. You know, Enjoy the Silence has that melody. It has that sort of texture that Lacuna Call have spun, changing the, the Depeche Mode keyboard synth arrangement into a guitar line. So it's got that strong sense of melody. Whereas the flip side, Losing My Religion, as I mentioned, it's just they've sort of taken the song and completely mixed it up, mixed it around. So I think that that is the reason for sort of, you know, it's downfall for want of a better word. It doesn't have that instantly recognisable quality that, you know, Enjoy the Science has. If you were playing a festival like Download in front of 80,000 people, you could pull out Enjoy the Silence and people would be happy. Losing my religion, you'll probably get people standing there in stunned silence for about two minutes trying to work out what it is. So <laughs> I'm down on two knees. No, fair enough. No, I say the question I think was slightly unfair, but I think you covered it well. Okay, so uh, final statements from each of you then. I'm going to start off with Mike. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 30 seconds. You're in a court of law. You're defending Enjoy the Silence. Given everything that you've heard, given everything you've said, what is your final defence for this great song? Why is it the better of the two? Final defence. Well, the opening, everything from the opening with the bass and the like string arrangements to the way that the vocals are intertwined with Christina being the main main like uh, vocal throughout with like Andrea dropping in and out as backing. Um, those reverse vocals in there that are peppered throughout the song that really works for me. That's a nice touch, and as we've highlighted, it is staple part of any set list now, and it's. I I have no qualms about this saying that it's fantastic. I I can't fault it at all as a cover from them. Okay, right, Russ, there you go. You've heard Mike's closing statement. Uh, You're defending losing my religion. You've already admitted you're down on one knee. How do you recover from that? How do I recover from that? Again, in terms of the defence of losing my religion, it's a different take on Christina's vocal style. I mean, to me, when I listen to it, she sort of sings it in a slightly different range to her usual style. 
And again, being a fan of Lacuna Core and always looking for them to do different things, which they do from album to album, they've done the same cover to cover. And I think the strength of Losing My Religion is, you know, hearing Christina take on, again, another iconic song and sing it in a completely different range, in a different way, with different textures to how she does on Enjoy the Silence. As Mike says, you know, she does take the strong lead on that song, but she does it here as well in a completely different direction and equally as good. Okay. I think they're both very good closing arguments. I'm making no judgment on either. Uh, That's up to our listeners. I'm going to put a poll on the front page of Empty Spiral when this podcast goes live. And we'll see what people think. What is the better cover? Enjoy the silence or losing my religion. With that, we're now on to our review this week. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, you'll know we're doing the songs in chronological order, or more specifically, album order, in a chronological sense. I'm not quite sure what I mean there, but you kind of get it. And we're actually coming towards the end of the Shallow Life album with, of course, the name of the song, Shallow Life. Uh, it is the last song on the regular release of the album, but there were so many different versions of Shallow Life, I'm not sure that that many of us actually have that version uh <laughs> i've got the one with oblivion at the end plus others but anyway formally this is the last song on shadow life so let's crack on with the review starting off with mr dyer what can you tell us about shallow life indeed um i've i've written a few notes here and as much as i want to say about it um i am a bit stumped as to what to say about it because I, I am a huge fan of it as a song but the one thing that is glaringly obvious for me is I don't want to make it sound like it's a bolt-on to the album, but for me, instantly, this is a song that you could find possibly on Unleashed Memories. I'm leaning more towards that than I would to Comatize. It That, for me, is my opening gambit with this. That I think that it doesn't quite fit, if you uh, possibly, on Shallow Life. But anyway, um, here we go with the rest of it. Um, musically, as I've said, it's, it's, I'll compare it to both of those um, previous um, records by them. Um, I think that it's very melodic in the, in the style of the song and everything going through it. And the vocals, I, I can't fault the vocals at all. I just think it's, um, it's some of the best... Um, best um, vocals completely on the album. Um, it's very descriptive throughout with the lyrics. Um, lyrically, I, I think this is also where um, it conjures up so much imagery where 
the, this would make a great um, video, I think, possibly in black and white, something like that. Um, one of my favourite lines is, um, suffering darkness in my eyes against the light of Rome. I see the reflection of a ghost that I've become. Um, very descriptive and everything like that. And I just think the overall message is that if you're wandering through the battle in life, perhaps, um, sometimes you have to look for inner strength and, I don't know, something along those lines and f find find a better way in life to um, to live things that way, possibly. Maybe that's loaded gibberish, but I don't know. Over to you guys. Okay. I did cover that pretty well, actually. All right, Russ, what do you think of it? Um, I agree with pretty much a lot of what Mike said there, to be honest. I think starting off lyrically for a change, I think, as Mike mentioned, I mean, musically and stylistically, for me, it doesn't fit quite as well with the earlier albums and it does seem a bit sort of uh, off kilter for the rest of shallow life but i think that's sort of its strength because lyrically i'd say this is the one song on this particular album that goes back to telling a story most of the other songs on the album are sort of um, more linear in the vocal direction with you know that is the intent and purpose of them um, and quite repetitive whereas here you go back to a narrative and you go back to a sense of sort of a mood and a, a broodiness of the song um, in terms of the music, it's very interesting for me. Obviously, it starts with that piano opening that's then sort of subtly underpinned by the bass and you get Andrea's muted echo vocals come in. And I, this is one time I'd actually disagree with Mike. I'm not a massive fan of the, the vocal style on this from Andrea. It's not faulting his delivery at all. It's just the style in which the song is sung, where it's sort of muted and a bit echoey. I just don't think it really demonstrates the, the range and the depth that he can sort of pull off. And then sort of Christina comes in with, with the verses to sort of, you know, bring the song back up slightly. Um, but for me, I find it quite an interesting song because the first, you know, probably 12 months, I really wasn't a massive fan of this song. And over time, it's really sort of grown on me. It's really been a slow, slow burner. And I'd say probably right here, right now, 2014, what are we, four years down the line, it's probably one of my favourite songs on the album because of that, you know, the point that I mentioned, it's got a broodiness about it and there's just something different to it. Okay. So, yeah, that's my general thoughts on Shall Life as a song. But the one thing in particular I picked up that's notable, and I could be wrong, there's no guitar on this song whatsoever. And I don't think that's true of any other Lacuna Coil song which makes it stand out unique. Yeah, yeah, I, I made that note of that. I, I speculated that in my own notes when I was listening to the song because, well, I, I noticed that as well. I, I, was, I listened to it a few times and I, am I missing it here somewhere? I mean, I, I don't, Someone's not think. plugged in. What's yeah, going on? What's going on? Yeah, at <laughs> those other two can, blokes. I, at this point, I can visually, I can see Mouse waving at the side of the stage frantically for, you know, sending someone to... Fuck off. <laughs> lift, up the, <laughs> lift up the music. Um, okay, so I, I struggle with this song. I, no, no, let me quantify that. I struggle with the review of this song because, and this is not a negative, when I start reviewing this song, when I start thinking about this song, I find it hard to review it without actually reviewing Shallow Life, the album. For some of the reasons that you've just said. I think this song, in many respects, it kind of encapsulates, it's like a microcosm. It's, it's, a, it's Shallow Life, the album. In many, and I can see why. I don't know whether this came first and they named it the album after this, or they named the album and then decided to name this, or I, I don't know. But I, I don't. It's, I find it's really hard. This is one of the hardest reviews for me because I there's so little I can latch onto in terms of gathering my thoughts without it becoming a review of the Shallow Life album. I think there is so many 
um, similarities in the way that it's constructed, in the way it flows, that uh, and we're going to talk about this Hell Life album at a later time, and I'm probably going to refer back to them, so I'm not going to spoil that. But I have a lot of time for this song, and I always have. I think this is very Shallow Life, and I guess that's about as far as I can take that relationship right now. Uh, there's lots of synths in it, there's lots of effects in it, there's lots of muted vocals. Uh, there's, the, the guitars aren't that prominent, if at all, in this song, as we just mentioned. Uh, and this it's a real departure, it's a real experiment. It really takes you away from what is traditional lacuna core elements. You know, if you were to bake a lacuna core cake, you wouldn't include the components, the, the bits that make up this cake very often. If you see what I mean? It's a different feel to it. And in that respect, it kind of straddles the line between Lacuna Core and not Lacuna Core. And I mentioned in the past when we've been reviewing songs on this album that there are songs that just don't feel Lacuna Core-ish enough, if you see what I mean. And this is in that place, but it gets away with it. It really does. I think it... It's weird, it is that experiment, and Lacuna Coil have said themselves that Shadow Life was an experiment. And this was one of the experiments on the album that I think worked really, really well. I like that kind of muted, synthesised thing from Andrea. I like the effect of it. I agree with you, Russ, though, that it would have been nice to be able to hear it better. But And, and he doesn't explore, as you say, the rage and what he could do. But it, what it does is it actually... Is, it, it's back to that point they've made in the past about sometimes the, vo- the vocals are instruments for them to play with. Mm. And it feels like it's an instrument. And then Christina kicks in with the clean vocals. And I actually think this is probably, uh, well, that's not quite in the same place as Wide Awake, but it's really clean vocals for her compared to some of the stuff on the rest of the album. Really comes up e- crisp and it, it's deep in your ears and it, it's, it's, it doesn't feel, there's none of that sense of compression about it. And it's you can get a real sense for the beauty in her voice. And I really like that. Uh, I like the lyrics and I like the vibe of this song. I mean, you mentioned a couple of lines earlier, Mike, and I, I agree with you. I think that, mm-hmm. and, and Russ, you also said that there's a story here, which is something we don't see enough of in Child Life. And I agree with you as well. I think that the music is... A departure from Lacuna Core's typical music. I think the lyrics, however, are very Lacuna Core and they're probably the strongest aspect. The vocal line from Christina and the lyrics are the strongest aspect of this song. It's kind of dark. It's got a bit of a kind of a new wave kind of feel about it. You know, it could easily be a, a Depeche Mode or a, dare I even say, a kind of a Nine Inch Nailsy type of industrial sound about it in places. This is in my head. Maybe I'm just going mad. Uh, I, I really like this song. It's one of my favourites. It's a really strong song. It's really different. Uh, it really explores them musically what they've done. Uh, you're right. It's a departure from the guitars. Would it have been better with guitars? I don't know. It would be easy for me to say yes, but I really don't know. Um, and, of course, we've heard it a couple of times acoustically played on tour and on the radio when they've done radio shows. And I think it's a really good acoustic song as well, actually. What do you think about the acoustic versions of it? Boom. Good. Very yeah. good. But yeah. you Rust, did you like the acoustic versions when they played it? Yeah, well, I remember uh, when they played it at the, the Borderline Intimate show, uh, and that was my first, I think, possibly the only time I've heard it live acoustic, and I was a fan of it. You can pick up a recorded live version on the um, Shadow Live vinyl, but it doesn't quite have the, the crisp sound quality of actually seeing it in the flesh. Yeah. So uh, if you ever do get a chance to see a Lacuna Coil acoustic show or a a radio sitting and they pull this song out. It is a special song acoustic. It's got sort of a, a nice touch about it. 
and yeah. intimacy when they play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a couple of recordings, radio recordings that you can get on YouTube. I was looking at it earlier just to remind myself about the acoustic stuff, and they're really good. And I, you know, I think the Andrea and Christina complement each other as they, you know, usually do, almost always do. In fact, works really nicely here. The slow pace of the song, the message in the song, really comes off quite nicely. Uh, one final thing I'll say on the lyrics is that it's not the first news. It won't be the last time that uh, Lacunacor have referred themselves to the soldier. Mm-hmm. And we've we've seen that a few times over the years. Maybe something we can reflect back on one day in terms of how they're using that um, that simile in their lyrics and, and what it means and stuff. But yeah, good song. In terms of scores then, Mike, what are you going to give Shadow Life? I, I can't fault it at all, and I wish they would play it more often. I, I think this is batting the ball out of the park, as it were, and I'll, I'll give it a 9.75. 9.75. You're really, chasing, yes. you're really mixing up those decimals now, are you? Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. 9.75. That's not quite a perfect 10, but it's almost close to the un- as to be unnoticeable. Russ, what are you going to give it? Uh, for me, this is probably a 6.5 pushing towards a, a 6.8 out of 10 if Mike wants to get into the, the regions of decibels, or decimals, I should say. Um, and again, not because it's a bad song. It's all about you know personal preference and personal taste. I appreciate that Shadow Life is an experiment. It's something different, but it's just not my ideal style of a song that I'd like to hear from Lacuna Call. But saying that, there's someone out there who will give this an 11 out of 10, and that's why I've got to applaud it because it's different and it's sad for, for each and every listener. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure there's a, a, quite a big number of people out there in the in the Coiler world who consider this song to be their favourite song. And there are probably an equal number of people out there in the world that consider Unchained to be their favourite song. So Exactly. It's not all about you, Mr. Mr. Russell, is it? So. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> for me, I would give this a solid 8 out of 10. I think this is a, a good song, one of my favourites on the album. And I appreciate it for all the reasons that we've described for it being so different. Uh, I do wonder if it would have been a little bit better if we'd have had a bit more guitar in there. But maybe I'm just being a bit too traditional and uh, and not thinking widely enough. But there we go. So 9.75 from Mr. Dyer, who's clearly a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6.8 from Russ, who I just think is being mischievous now. And, uh, and an 8 out of 10 from me. That's Shallow Life. Well, I think that brings us to an end this week on the Antispiral podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Uh, if you have, don't forget to leave us a review over at the Stitcher Radio Network or on the uh, iTunes uh, iStore. No, what's it called? The iTunes Store, that thing. You know, leave it on there, uh, good or bad, we'd like to hear. Uh, and of course, you can uh, listen to all the, the podcasts and subscribe via either of those two podcast networks. You can, of course, download or listen to each of the songs individually at antispiral.net, should you wish to do so. Uh, as well as uh, liaise with us in the forums on EmptySpiral.net. I always put up a post for every episode. So if it's something a question you have about a specific episode or um, just want to get us a bit of feedback about something we've discussed in the episode or have a question, you can easily do that uh, in a specific thread on the EmptySpiral.net forums. You'll need to sign up, but it's, of course, free and you can discuss all kinds of other things about Lacuna Coil. Uh, if you're not into forums and you just want to engage with us through the 
pretty much standard social networks. You can, of course, do so at Facebook, at Tumblr, at Twitter. And I'm not going to say them today. You need to uh, Google us. There you go. And you'll find out. <laughs> but or, or you can click on the links from the Empty Spiral website to get straight over to uh, straight over to the uh, the relevant social networking pages. Although I have to say, if if you're listening to episode 80 of the podcast, you probably know how to find, out, find us anyway. So that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we will be reviewing... What did we decide we were going to do next week? Oh, I know. We're going to be doing all the bonus songs, aren't we? Yeah. So we're doing we're a review of song starring Tom Cruise. Yes. On a distant planet. I worry about you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing all the songs. All the rev- oh, now I've lost my plot. Lost my Oblivion. Plot. Lost my plot. Keep up. Come on. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Come on. Oh, leave it alone, will you? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey! Don't make it my last goodbye. Stop it! Stop it! Oh God's sake. Yeah, so we're doing the three bonus songs, and if you know them, you would have probably guessed what we were referring to there. Uh, and then we're going to follow up with an overall review of Shallow Life, as well as the bonus editions, and probably talk about the videos as well, and just general stuff. That's in a couple of weeks' time. And then we move on to Dark Adrenaline. Anyway, until then, guys and girls, have a great week. Listen to more Lacuna Coil, and I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks, everyone, and see you next week. Cheers, guys.